It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to one-on-one. It is Beatrice Bakery Day here on one-on-one. So we got a care package that we'd like to give out. A smile to make. Let's find a face and put a smile on it. If you can think of somebody who deserves just a pat on the back, a thank you, a uh, an attaboy, an girl, um, go to theticketfm.com, find the Beatrice Bakery banner, click on it, and tell the story. If it's a teacher, if it's a lawyer, if it's a neighbor, uh, somebody you work with, uh, simple, right? It could be a first responder. It could be somebody uh, that's working in the community, uh, efforting uh, in the in the in in, in their own space. Um, it's just a way to say thank you. Um, also, currently on YouTube. Uh, 93.7 The Ticket has 699 subscribers. 699. That number's low. So if you would do two things. One, go to find 93.7 The Ticket on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, get the alerts. So it just brings the programming to you so you don't have to trace, chase it and track it. Also, go to the Facebook page. Uh, 93.7 The Ticket, like the Facebook page. Because then you'll see the live feeds as they go, as they pop up. And it's less work for you. So to do that, please do. Please do, please do. A couple of things. So last night on on Ticket Weeknights, a couple of really cool things happened. One, there was a conversation with Joe Burrow's brother. So Nicole Griffin and Nick uh, had a conversation. And that, if you go to the ticketfm.com, or go to the ticket app, and you can find that interview. Um, some pretty cool, pretty good stuff in there. And then we had we switched uh, the Monday nights with the Tuesday nights because the gymnastics team is normally on Monday nights, but they had a meet last night. And the women's basketball team has a game tonight, so we switched Ashley Scoggin show and the Talking Ten show. So tonight we will have the talking tens because last night at PBA, I mean, at Devaney, they had a come from behind win against Illinois and how that happened. It's on the heels of uh, Michaela Curtis winning the floor event and Kenzie Roby winning the bars event. So good work. Uh, Congratulations, coach uh, Heather Brink uh, and, and the entire team. And it was really cool because I went in last night and I sat next to the band. They had the they had the 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 what's it called the Big Red Express. That's what the, what I, don't, the I don't know the called. Big Red Express. And my friends don't know like the people who go to like a lot of Husker events mm-hmm. say that the bands play the same songs, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, can you play a different song?" But they play some Imagine Dragons, right? And I was like, "Okay, I'm in I'm in I'm I'm in a good place." People hate Imagine Dragons, right? Like they, which they, I don't understand. Uh, like, like they they get the room, they get the room moving. Yeah, and it was kind of cool that at a gymnastics event to have that happen. 
So I'll ask Elizabeth, how many folks have gone to gymnastics meets? Like how many have, have gone? I'm a little upset. So behind that show, we had uh, the deep end. And so we had uh, Audrey Coffey, who is an All-American. So she swims long distance. She's an All-American. Uh, she won her her, her event uh, last weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually a home meet. And then Reagan Hensey, who is a diver, she had her best scores. And then I found out a thing yesterday that's pretty mind-blowing, and it's funny how the universe works. So most folks know that I, I, I write and I put chapters together as part of a compilation group. Uh, the, the, the book the theory, the book is called The Impact of Influence, and we've done three. Fourth one is just being put together, right? So they're like, okay. So you start getting these, these, these emails from the publishers. Here's what you need to do. Here's the theme. Here's what you have to, how many words, um, how this process is going to work. And in that, it sends you the names and bios of the other people who are going to be in the, the book. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, it's like introducing so-and-so. And you're like, oh, who's this person? Cool person. Yeah. And so Reagan is from the Woodlands, which is where I lived. And my the school closest to my house is Conroe High School, mm -hmm. which is where Reagan Hensley went to school. Reagan Hensley's dad is friends with the lead author of The Impact of Influence, which is Chip Baker. And he's been on the show, this station, a couple of times. I'm rolling down the list, and it says, Hey, meet Deirdre Hensley. Obviously, no relation, right? Reagan's mom. So I said, "What's it like? Two and a half degrees of separation." Like, I'm like Reagan. You and me and your mom are going to be in the same book, and it'll be released, I believe, in June. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was like, and then I think if I read this, if I read the email correctly, her uncle will also be in the book. So her mom is a very, very successful high school basketball coach mm -hmm. in Houston, and her uncle is, I believe, a very successful football coach in Houston. So. <laughs> And I just kept going. Whatever. Well, right? Funny, right? <laughs> that, that 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 two folks from the Woodlands meet up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Behind that show this can't be real. Is in the pocket with, and we've got two young ladies from the National Team Show, Grim Mahia and and uh, Amara Smith Spates. Amara is from Northern Virginia. <laughs> she, I know where this is her going. high school is like. 30 minutes from, from my house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep going. Right. So just going, okay. Um, okay, universe, you're trying to tell me that we're in the right spot and that Lincoln, Nebraska travels. Like, what a great, what, what a coinkadink. Weird. <laughs> that, it is, it's so weird. <laughs> that all of these folks uh, measure up here. And it's pretty fun. Right. It's, 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 it's pretty cool. To notice now tonight, uh, from six to seven, Camp Chick Bryce Matthews from baseball. They will have a guest. I'm not allowed to say who the guest is yet. I will let them mm -hmm. announce it. And then, so on 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 Monday or this weekend, they were doing a lot of the media stuff for baseball. And so they do that thing where they have a camera and they they walk up to a player, they ask them some random question, trying to get an answer and a response. Team bonding. Mm-hmm. Kind of. So they caught Bryce Matthews coming 
into the coming out of the dugout and they asked him if there was any player on this team that you would not want to date your daughter who would it be zero hesitation and i mean as though this thing was locked in his hip pocket and his pants were on fire he knew he came out and said cameron chick full name <laughs> not cam chick <laughs> not just like a oh, chick not my guy like no. he, <laughs> not not he didn't throw his number out there nah he didn't throw his position he said cameron chick yeah, like, right away smirked and started walking kept away. it moving like <laughs> like i'm just gonna throw this bomb and drop this mic and then i'm gonna keep it moving So anyway i gotta do a show with him later but right yeah. and now so tonight i'm like cam uh he goes yeah we'll talk about that on the show on tuesday <laughs> Cam goes. I was say, is the special guest uh, his sister that he's not letting Cam date, <laughs> or, or or Cam's girlfriend, <laughs> or Cam's girlfriend? Um, <laughs> that might Jeez. be a discussion you might want to have. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and then at seven o'clock, from seven to eight, it's Talking Tens again. Michaela Curtis and Kenzie Roby, who both won their events last night. Champions. Yep, won their event um, as Michaela texted last night. Redemption because she felt like she let the team down at the last home meet, and she said uh, carrying the additional burden. Mm-hmm. So this was this was big for her. Plus, it was her birthday, so it's twenty third hey. birthday. So like, hey, go ahead and celebrate. I remember when I was twenty three. I was not. I winning. do not remember. I was not when winning I was events. I do not. Win- I was winning. Yeah, I was winning events. I was winning. Wait. Was I winning events? I was I was on – we were actually runners-up, flag football uh, national champions. We were runner-up. We were state – we were Virginia State champion. We actually won the Virginia State championship. And then softball, we won the Class D state championship and went to nationals and finished 16th. Uh, but that was the humbling for me. I might have been winning events. Yeah. At, at might have been my senior year, like super senior year. Yeah. You had the know. weird haircut, so yeah. Well, I don't know if that was that year. That was how. That was why you. Won. I was in college for. That six was why years, you so. won. Why were you in college for? Well, six I was in college. Years? I was running. Did you for not know the rules? Did you years. not know the rules, Rico? No, my first year in college was not. The why greatest. did did you need? Did you? Did it you, wasn't great. I had to. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Well, it, uh, so it, I. I obviously redshirted. Yeah, well, it was the look on your face that said a lot that you were not prepared for. So what you know, was I. Happening. I was. I was in college for five years. For, you know, I was running track, and then that sixth well, – I was like half a year. So I was in college for five and a half years. It was half a year. You were running – Half a year of no track. You ran against the father and son? Yeah, that, pretty much. I was, I was LeBron James of you. I was the LeBron James of UNK without the success. <laughs> I played against – I, I ran against five father-son duos. <laughs> yeah, Rico, Rico had three degrees. Yeah. I was like, oh, I ran against your dad. <laughs> what? Don't question it. So it's yeah. So she they had a she had a we got a grandson birthday. in there, right? Like it's just you. Well, they call her grandma on the team at twenty three, and I was just like, okay, all of y'all need to just chill out. That was that was me. Yeah, like, super. They're like, hey, grandpa. And I'm like, please don't. don't like that's not that's fair. You so, little seventeen year olds. Yeah. God, they're so young. They're so young. Um, and then behind that, uh, we will have the women's post game show, and. Let me say this. I'm actually proud. Um, we I went to the game Sunday, and I had three or four different groups of people come up and say thank you for doing a post-game show for women's athletics. I like to ponder and pause and say, no, and then thank you for 
giving the microphone to 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 women within the Huskers program. Mm -hmm. I'd give them a chance to be heard and be known. I was so proud last night because you know we were juggling back and forth. So we had the entire Scoggin family. In. We had mom. The whole family came. We in? had the whole family. Okay, because I knew the whole family was he in town. Uh -huh. I didn't know if the whole family was going to come in. We had the whole family. Uh, Dad is a dude. Like, there's no other to it. I mean, this dude crushes rocks for a living. Okay. Yeah. Does he make diamonds with his hands? Like, like uh, he could. Like, you just, think uh, at some point, I think he just decides whether he's going to use machinery to crush the rock or he's just going to stare the rock into. Honey, <laughs> honey do you want a new diamond necklace? Right. Just, just picks up a handful of rocks. And just know, God, or just go. the pressure of it all. Or just that he's just going to look at the rock until the rock crumbles. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> just, I'm going to need for you to break that up right now. I need you to turn into a diamond. <laughs> Immediately. Yes, sir. Uh, and mom, mom's elite, like mom's fire. Mom's intense and it's it's purposeful and it's good. Like we sat in Mark's office and they were eating dinner because they they had, I guess come from practice and then they just went and bought dinner and sat in the, and sat in the office and ate. But to talk to them, um, then you understand how you have a family with with three upper level basketball players in it. Like Mom said, all she said last night, she goes, "Well, I'm the best scorer in the family." She goes, I'm the, I can get the bucket the easiest. I was like, okay, ma. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report. Closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Like, okay, Ashley and, and her little sister Kyra, is just, you know, they battle between who's the best shooter. Mm-hmm. But mom and son are having the conversation about, well, no, we're the best scorers. And the younger daughter and the brother are both at Salt Lake Community College, or will be at Salt Lake Community College, which is where Ashley was before she came to Nebraska. Um, again, small world theory. My CBA team in, in, in Salt Lake, in Utah, played in the very same building that they all play in. <laughs> Whatever. Like the Salt Lake Community College Activity Center is where we the, the Snow Bears and the U Utah uh, Eagles I am, played their games. I am done with you and your connections. Right, like <laughs> I'm done with it. That's so it's funny. Much. Like I had, I showed them last time. Like here's some pictures of me in the building. Like this is where I spent the bulk of my time. Like mm -hmm. I go do my radio show, and then I we go to practice at Salt Lake Community College. We usually practice right after their. Uh, men's and women's teams so we mm -hmm. knew the building was ours like i knew the space and everything else the 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 brother is probably six three six four maybe um and you got he's got the look right uh, oh okay i could see i could see him here mm -hmm. i definitely could see the little sister here um she's in a boot she had surgery so she's recovering but i was amazed at the journey you were telling the story that ashley committed to nebraska without having visited the campus because it was during a pandemic and okay. right so there she is in salt lake now she tells the story of she literally took pad and pen and sent out emails and made phone calls to every program in the country to see if she could play division one basketball and That's she's a lot 
What? Right. So said so she'd get up. She'd get up at eight o'clock in the morning, and then from ten o'clock, from eight o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night, she was just out calling and emailing Division One, Division One programs. Like this is who I am. She made her own tape. She made her own recruiting tape. Mm-hmm. Um, put it all together, and then they told the story last night that she she sent in the, the email to Chuck Love at like ten o'clock at night. And at like 10.07, he called her or he responded back. And then in another five minutes, they were on the phone and they talked for like an hour. And then she's like, I bet. And and, and I asked her, well, like, that's not normal. No. And she said, no, that was like the whole thing was that if I wanted to do this, I was going to have to do the work, which correlates to, well, this is how you become a, a, a top 15 shooter mm-hmm. from Salt Lake Community College and from Oregon at the University of Nebraska. You simply will yourself and you put in the work. Like you put in the work. So whatever work is required for this for, for that team to win, within the program, Chuck Love reached out and did the right thing, gets it to Amy Williams, talks to the parents, talks to Ashley – and remember that Ashley was hurt two of the three years she was at Salt Lake Community College. She was hurt. She didn't play. Mm-hmm. Now imagine the runner that they took on this young lady. That you're going to take somebody who played one year out of three due to injuries. And then they said, well, we f- once you find out what the injuries are and you find out what she had to go through to rehab from those injuries, it's an easy pick. Mm-hmm. Like it's an easy choice. And so the little sister's going through it now. And the little sister said she had never been in P-Bay when it was he had people in it. So her head spun a little bit, standing in and just going, wow. She said, wait a minute. Wait, well, this is amazing. This is amazing. Like, there were more people there for them Sunday than, there, than, than she's played in front of in her entire collective career. <laughs> That's wild. Right? Like, okay. So then Ashley tells the story the first time she walked into PBA. Now, the activity center at Salt Lake Community College is nice. It used to be the home of the Rocky Mountain Review, which was NBA's most premier and and, and prominent summer league. So before Vegas, Mm -hmm. Salt Lake City was the spot. That's where you went. That's where where all the teams went. That's where – Carmelo made his professional debut at Salt Lake Community College, mm-hmm. right? And those baggy right, right, right. jersey yep. things. Yep. Um, so it's a nice building. Holds, I want to say it holds three grand, maybe 3500 Okay. And she walks in the PVA. And she's like, uh, what is going on? This is more. This is what is going on. This is. Um, she talks about her academic standing when when the recruiting started and they had to put her back to work. Now she had a high GPA, but the classes that she was taking wouldn't transfer the one she needed. Mm. So she had to get the extra work. Then they got to work uh, for her. And they're telling the story of like, well, how do you, why would you trust your kids with somebody you haven't met in that space? And she said, a mom and dad both said, when we, when we talked to coach love, when we talked to coach Williams, we knew that they cared about my daughter. Now, let that sink for a second. That they cared about my daughter. Right, you're going to send your daughter from Oregon 
to Lincoln, Nebraska during the pandemic. There has to be a lot of trust in play. I got to know you're going to do right by me and my kid. Right. And to speak it and said, well, this is why this team is doing well. It's because the coaches care. Mm-hmm. Right. It, that, that That's a little huge thing. And then, you know, talking to the two boulders, right? So Amara Spates and, and, and Gwen uh, Maya. 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 So M A E H A. So the I'm taught that you should break down each letter in it, mm-hmm. each vowel in it, to to get to its proper space in it. So it's M A E H A. Maya. Maya. And okay. then what was also really cool was on the Facebook feed. Her mom is tweet is texting in, commenting in from Hawaii. <laughs> now, when mom chimes in you know, at 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 ten thirty at night and says "Aloha," like ten thirty at night here would what? Right, that's like middle of the day in Hawaii. Right, right. right. So, so she's just chilling. Right, and if you get a chance, go and find their final segment or the maybe the next last segment where they talk about. And Amara understands, right? It's like she in Northern Virginia is very diverse. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of everything, so it's kind of hate. It's hard. It's hard to hate everybody, and you can't be unfamiliar with anybody because everybody lives there. But she said, you know, she had to learn to embrace her blackness. Like Lincoln has made her embrace her blackness. Mm-hmm. Be proud of it. Like and you go, wow. Like you forget those those parts of the story. And she said she's learned to understand and be aware of cultural code speak that she talks differently around different people. And I'm like, well, that's how you know you're, you're on the game because I do it. Mm-hmm. You talk in the, in the, in the, in the, in the dialect and the people that you're around. But then when Gwen, when we brought that up with Gwen, you remember that there are different Hawaiian dialects. There are different word. They use, they speak differently about mm-hmm. it. And she said off air that, yeah, she, she, she has to be careful because she wants to use the language of her people, but that people who are unfamiliar with it will think that think less of her for not speaking as they do. And she's like, no, I speak as you do, but I also speak like my people speak. Mm-hmm. And I'm not less intelligent because of it. Why would somebody think less of her for like that doesn't make any sense she, to me. she told I, the story. I, if she was if she did that and you know, you know i mean i i can't say for sure if this is how it is but you know you watch you watch some shows or you hear some people speak and like reality whatever uh from hawaii and it's like certain words or, or certain parts and sentences they throw you know things in from mm-hmm. their from their native language and for me i would just be like okay what what is that like what do like, you like? Be curious. What are you, what are you saying? Be curious about it. I right? wouldn't be like, oh, look at you, throw be, it. Like I'd be like, hold on, don't just move on. Yeah. What did you say? Right. And that that you know, if a British person said that, that person would be considered intelligent because they used a word that somebody was not using. But if it's culturally in a different space, you will think less of the person for using a. And it's not slang when it's them speaking in their language mm-hmm. as they should. People would call it slang. You go, no, it's not slang. It's the language. How you perceive it is the issue. 
And she said she's, she has the cultural code, you know, adjustment that she has to make mm-hmm. when speaking. And she said it's good for her because it gives her another place and space to, to talk and, and share information. But here are these brilliant young ladies, right? And they're, they're carrying this with them. These are the only national champions on campus, right? In the athletic department? Y- yes. Right? Yes. And I'm still mad at them because they still haven't won their championship rings in the show yet. And it's too many. Like, you, 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 it needs to happen. Like, it's I'm like, many. next week, you got to bring the ring. Or they'd just be dragging their hands. Yeah, like, like just, bring the ring. It's very heavy. It hurts yeah. your wrist. You can't wear all it. hurts your wrist. I was like, you can't practice. Well, let it's me help. Let me help by carrying that. Just have a pillow. And <laughs> carrying that national championship burden, right? So next week, they're bringing the rings in. Okay. Um, but they're, you know, talking about their travel. Like, they got in 3 o'clock the night before from the, from right like they they got in three o'clock from from dallas delayed flights and the whole thing and then remember they're still students yeah so they're telling these stories and then the breakdown of what it takes to be a bowler was nothing short of phenomenal just intriguing curious i i i became more curious it's Keeping up with the technology, right? New, new, new ball core. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much? Like she goes, we travel with thirty six bags. Mm. Hold on, thirty six bags. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, thirty six bags. Uh, that each player you have to register the balls you're going to use in competition, so they can be measured, weighed, and make sure they meet standard. Because people could cheat if they don't check the balls. You could put a different core in there and it'd be more explosive. That makes sense. Like. Then you've got to have a ball, one for a dry lane, one for, for an oily lane, and you don't know the lanes until you get up on them, right? Like, it's the technology behind like, mind-blowing. I didn't even right? Didn't even think about that. Right, like, to go. I just uh, thought you had, you had. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I was like, you probably have multiple ones because, you know, you see some people with multiple bowling balls, but I didn't think about the whole, you know, the different lanes and the cores and all. I'm like, it, excuse me that's a lot right and then we were asking about like i'm like okay what do you call what you wear is it a uniform is it and she goes yeah it's a uniform, it's a uniform. and then we talked about the thing she said well yeah Nike, you know adidas makes a certain shirt some of them have a material at the sleeve that is quite uncomfortable if you're bowling mm-hmm. you know you're throwing 150 balls at a tournament and this thing doesn't just rub right yeah it becomes problematic right and she said and they said yeah and, you know we have shirt, we have we have pants, we have shorts, we have skirts, we have skorts. And I was like, you have skorts. <laughs> like, you guys wear skorts. Yeah, because you have the shorts under the – you got to have the yeah. shorts under the sh- – and I was like – and they have to go through this process, right? It's just like, oh, my goodness. I, I was impressed by them all. So, again, if you guys aren't paying attention to, to the weeknight, you probably should. I want to bring Nick in because Nick was a part of the he, – he was here for the conversation uh, with with both of those groups. I really want to have that conversation mm-hmm. with him. Uh, and then he, there's a challenge that's in play, mm-hmm. and you both are involved. So we'll talk about that next on 101. Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store. You're listening to one-on-one with DP on 93.7, the ticket and the ticket FM.com.